There's a really important thing we need to start with. What? We did the Disney bracket last time. Mm-hmm. And we're doing more brackets. We are. However, Encanto came out after we did the Disney bracket. Correct. In my opinion, it's a real, real contender. It is. It sure is. Yeah. And we don't have to go down the whole rabbit hole. I just wanted to acknowledge that, mm-hmm. like, it belongs in a potential final four if it gets the right draw. I would agree. Yeah. The music alone. I mean, Lynn, he knows what he's doing, that guy. <laughs> he does. Yeah, and it won a bunch of Oscars. It and did. I just wanted to start there because I'm like, we can't redo the Disney thing. No, you can't. But at some point, if there's 16 new ones, maybe we will. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Welcome back to the Link Podcast. I'm Mike Zago. I'm your host. Episode 59. And we're going back to brackets. If you listened to episode 30 or heard the cold open just now, we referenced episode 30 where my friend Nicole and I, a.k.a. Nikki Coco, a.k.a. mother of my goddaughter, what does that make her to me? How does that work? How does the godfather relate to the mother? I could ask Al Pacino, but he's already involved in this episode. We can't... All right, we're spoiling it now. Anywho, in that past episode, we broke down 16 of the best Disney Pixar movies, Disney Pixar madness. Brackets are just fun. Everyone loves breaking down the bracket, making your picks, finding the upsets. And since March Madness is just ending, everyone's in bracket mode. I couldn't wait till May to do May Madness, even though it would make more sense. And we obviously can't do March. Had to capitalize on the bracket hype, so we got to do April. And April Anarchy is just too much. We're overdoing the alliteration. It's April Madness, and if nothing else, it will be memorable because the name doesn't exactly make sense. But when you read it, you go, April Madness? Who came up with this? No alliteration, what are you kidding me? I gotta click it and listen to this to make fun of this guy. Or girl. And what do you know, I just locked myself up another listener. Perfect. I assume that's how it goes. In any case, throughout April, we are going to do four bracket-type episodes. This is just the first one, and I don't have to bury the lead because you already saw it in the title. We're doing Best Actor and Actress. Boy, was this tough. So I brought Nikki C. back on to kick off the month of April to pay homage to our original bracket episode and build upon it. And there's some people that were named in both episodes, but now we're spoiling it again. Before we hit the music and go on, I gotta let you know that we're doing fan voting. We did it for the last episode, too, and it was really fun. It's gonna be held on Instagram at the link underscore podcast. I was going to do it on Twitter too, but it's nice to have it all in one place so everyone's votes can be counted together. So in the Instagram stories, the week this episode comes out, go there, we'll do one round per day, and we will figure out how the fan-voted bracket goes and how it compares to the one we break down in this episode. They both count. For the Disney episode, episode 30, I won't spoil what happened in the actual breakdown on the pod, but Lion King ended up winning the fan vote and it didn't end up winning on the podcast. So, differing opinions, everyone's vote is worth something. Head over to the Instagram page now, whenever you're listening to this, and you can either vote or it's already passed and, you know, it was a good idea at the time. All right, now hit the music so I can rattle on 90 honorable mentions that I refused to leave out of the episode but didn't actually make the bracket. Then we'll get to the bracket, then we'll do all the arguments. All right, here we go. First of all, we had to narrow it down to living. That was hard. I, there was a lot of dead actors and actresses. There that are I so many. We this. could do two. We could we definitely could. do another bracket. We thought about switching it to the dead ones, actually. I know. I know. We stuck with this. And I didn't put the dead actors and actresses in the honorable mentions I know. list. I know. Because it would have got just out of control. Uh-huh. Robin Williams belongs. Oh, Let's just say that. Heartbreaks. Yeah. But, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> we had to narrow it down somehow. So we did land on 16. Eight male, eight female. They'll be on opposite sides of the bracket. And then we'll have a showdown at the end. 
which I was torn about that too, but I think it's the right way to do it. Yeah, no, I think so. It's the only way to match them up properly. Yep. And then, well, we'll get to who's in the bracket in a minute. Let's go through the honorable mentions first. Okay. I have one that is, well, I have a couple that are at the top. Okay. Who's your number one male honorable mention that we didn't choose? Um, Number one? Yeah. Can I have two? Yeah. I would say Jim Carrey. Okay, you can only have one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Jim Carrey was- And Morgan Freeman. Yeah, yeah. For me, it was Anthony Hopkins. Also, he gave a speech at the Oscars after the Will Smith incident, which we don't have to talk about because the whole internet has. But so I, now funny. Now I'm going to look it up because I missed it. He just didn't He didn't know what to say. He literally just said, well, Will said it all. <laughs> and it was like the most like, he's so regal. It's Anthony right, Hopkins. Right. And you could tell he didn't want to be there and yeah. didn't know what was happening. Awkward. So yeah, I was really, he was in the bracket in the beginning. Yeah, First draft of the bracket, he made it. And then he got cut, unfortunately. Uh, Will Smith was also He close. sure was. Yeah. <laughs> and then Clint Eastwood, for me, really was a hard cut. Yeah. Yeah. He's a pretty good... I think actor, amazing, but also now that he's behind the camera, he's... Equally amazing. Such amazing things. It's crazy, the stuff that he's done and the longevity and yeah, all of it. Yeah, he's still going. I know. And Jim Carrey, honestly, like, I like his serious stuff, too. Truman Show, Eternal Sunshine. Yeah. <sighs> he's done some really he good stuff. He is probably one of my favorite comedic actors still yeah. living if you don't watch the show kidding on showtime he plays like a dark mr rogers uh-huh it's really good oh, i gotta watch that yeah it's not exactly comedy it's like dark comedy okay morgan freeman i can't believe didn't make it shawshank not being represented here is actually wild <laughs> i know but the list is pretty good we'll get there people, i'm sure yeah i'm telling you once we get to the list you're gonna be like oh yeah okay it's hard to take those guys down it is Let's go through the rest of them. These are not in a crazy particular order, and there are a lot. So stop me if you have a comment about any of them. Uh And the people at home, you know, pause it, make your comment aloud, (laughs) or post it at the link underscore podcast. Comment below. That's right. We'll talk about it. Bill Murray I put at the top because Lost in Translation, one of my favorite movies ever. Yes, yes. I love Bill Murray. Vince Vaughn, wide ranging. He And he's had a lot of movies, a lot of years. Yeah. And we don't have a lot of comedy on here, which sucks. No, we don't. But it is what it is. Jack Nicholson speaks for itself. Dustin Hoffman, same thing. Michael Caine, incredible, long-lasting. If we did like an older, still alive, but older Older. bracket, Mm -hmm. he'd be killing. Maybe a one seed. (laughs) Uh, Not that we seeded them. John Travolta you were pushing for. I was. I kind of actually shut it down. You did. He does belong in the world. Look, I know in real life, like, he's an odd duck, but he's made some really great movies over the years. More when he was younger. I would give you that. You said that was one of the biggest things was he hasn't made. Yeah, it's been a little bit of a fall off past 20 years or so it's like he's made movies but they're not the same yeah yeah swordfish though it's really good basic that's one of my faves yeah and pulp fiction obviously saturday night fever blah blah blah. oh grease sean penn i really really like he didn't make it but i just wanted to point that out he he's a very versatile actor too like he did that movie and you'll know the name of it where he plays the mentally handicapped father and he has i am sam that is literally one of my favorite movies maybe the most tear-jerking movie i've ever seen actually closer to rain man too i mean yeah dustin Dustin, right I, i can put the two but that movie was amazing yeah, we'll get to a movie that you really liked of an actor that is on the bracket <laughs> that's similar to that. Yeah. I don't know if you can make those kind of movies very much anymore. It would be a challenge, yeah. for sure. Joaquin Phoenix, he's an odd duck as well, but he is really talented. So funny. I was just watching his Oscar acceptance speech oh, again yeah. today. It Bizarre. popped up because I guess, you know, Oscar time. Sure. It was the Oscars. I can't believe he didn't make it. He might be technically able to make it onto this list. Maybe the personability of him 
is not all the way there. Right. Brad Pitt, kind of the opposite problem. Yeah. <laughs> He's great. He could definitely be on here. Yeah. Uh, no complaints there. Willem Dafoe, another one who's like master of acting. I don't know how he's actually not on this list, but he didn't make it. Gary Oldman belongs there because he does like he looks different in every movie, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ryan Gosling, I really love. He's actually maybe, did I say Tom Hardy? Because he was at you the top of the Tom list. Hardy. I skipped Tom Hardy. I yeah, know. I was wondering if you were going to go back. He was way at the top. Yeah, I, I loved. He's actually my favorite actor. I could list a million of his movies. I won't. And then Ryan Gosling might be my second favorite actor. Yeah, I do enjoy Ryan. Pained me. But here we are. Johnny Depp doesn't really belong. I actually don't need him on this list, but he did some stuff back in the day that was yeah, really good. Yeah, one of the movies we'll discuss later he was in. I liked his older stuff, not yes. so much his more current And stuff. Pirates is great. I feel like after Pirates, he kind of fell off. A hundred percent. I saw him in concert doing music, and it, <laughs> it's not what you want. Edward Norton. Great. Primal Fear. Great movie. Mahershala Ali, the True Detective series. Did you watch that? No. Great in that. Great in everything. He's going to be Blade. I'm excited about that. Andrew Garfield. I'm a big fan. He had a huge year. Tick, tick, boom, not getting nominated. Yeah. I mean, just go listen to the Oscar episodes. I'm not going to do the whole <laughs> spiel again, but I'm really still mad about it. Mark Ruffalo, Kevin Spacey, Christoph Waltz, really good. Jeff Bridges, Javier Bardem, George Clooney, Tommy Lee Jones, Viggo Mortensen, Woody Harrelson, Tom Cruise, Nicolas Cage, Kevin Costner. You're a big fan. I, I love Gave Kevin Gave a good speech Costner. at the Oscars last night. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. Has a lot of good movies, no doubt about it. I put Jamie Foxx in this list. He doesn't have a lot of movies, but Ray is, is like yeah. wildly good. He's talented in the movies he's in. Yeah, and he's in The Soloist, which is also really good with uh, Downey, who is also on this list, by the way. Robert Downey Jr., J.K. Simmons, Benedict Cumberbatch, Adam Driver, Jared Leto, Matthew McConaughey, Don Cheadle, Jake Gyllenhaal, John C. Riley. I added because he's in this <laughs> Winning Time show on HBO about the Lakers, which is awesome. And he's underrated. He's in a lot of good things. Gangs of New York we'll talk about later. Hugh Jackman, uh, The Greatest Showman. I gotta tell you, I heard a rumor. Huh? Someone is not happy that Hugh Jackman has not made it into our bracket. The chef? The chef. The chef is never happy about <laughs> Hugh Jackman being left out of anywhere. And if you're listening, just know that I love him just as much as you do. And I'm thinking about going to see The Music Man on Broadway. He's Where he it. stars. Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. I really do like him. It's do not too. a slight to him that he's no, not on I this know, list. But I just heard a little rumor. The rumors... <laughs> are confirmed uh keanu reeves is the last one who we just added you said you don't like keanu I'm reeves i'm not a fan of keanu reeves i couldn't tell you why i just replacements eh. that's got to be up your alley it's all right it's okay oy, movie. Oy, oy, okay we're not gonna go down this uh females <laughs> olivia coleman not making the list was it was partly because you're not as familiar with her not, which no. is fine it, we're doing this for fun also but she is one of the best contemporary actresses around two years in a row she probably arguably should have won Best Actress, although I love Frances McDormand also. Spoiler. Yeah, I just, she deserves to be on this list and she just isn't for yeah. whatever reason. So we'll skip past it. Kate Blanchett, same thing. Probably a better actress than some of the people that did make it, but more interesting conversation to have the people that made it. Right. Charlize Theron, Glenn Close makes the uh, senior tour, <laughs> but not here. Um, 101 Dalmatians, though. The OG movie. Cruella DeVille. Really? Pretty cool. Jennifer Lawrence didn't make it. You don't seem to like her very much. You know, I liked her in Silver Linings Playbook. Great movie. But other than that, like, I wasn't a fan of um, Mockingbird. Not the movies. Oh, The Hunger Games? Yeah, those. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not a fan of The Hunger Games. That's fair. I don't think that's like a acting performance we need to point out. No. But she has other ones that are really good. American Hustle. Don't Look Up, she was just in, which was Oscar yes, nominated. which was good. Oh, she was in an episode of Monk in 2006. <laughs> she was probably a kid. So that's why I'm upset that she's not on the <laughs> list. Uh, let's keep moving. Nicole Kidman, great. 
Her accent slips sometimes. What are you going to do? Uh, I had one in here that actually made the bracket. Good yes, thing I didn't I just say that. it. <laughs> Kate Winslet. Really good. I, you know, it's so funny. I mean, she's known for Titanic, obviously. Sure. But she has so many done other some things. really great things since then. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like. Eternal Sunshine. Yeah. Her and Jim Carrey. Like, that movie is unbelievable if you haven't seen it. Helena Bonham Carter, I really think, is a really good actress. Uh, Sigourney Weaver. Michelle Williams. Really good. Tilda Swinton, Marion Cotillard, Susan Sarandon, Diane Keaton really almost made the list. I, Very close. I fought for her. You fought for her. I shut it down. She, I don't know. I don't know what stopped me. Her and Susan Sarandon, I feel like, again, haven't acted very recently, but they have yeah. some good movies in there. Older, senior tour. I know. We should have just done a bracket of like over 50. Should have. <laughs> Natalie Portman probably belongs. I mean, she's good. Yeah. I think she's like, you might not like the movies as much, but she's a great actress. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Almost like Kristen Stewart, who I didn't put on this list, but probably belongs. Jodie Foster. I tried to get there. Yeah. I tried to push for There's her. There's a couple movies that I enjoy yeah. her, but... I think she's like, she can put on maybe one of the better performances, single performances of anyone. Yeah. But the body of work wasn't all the way there. Jane Fonda, senior tour. <laughs> Emma Stone. Do you like her? I do like her. Yeah, I do too. I feel like she doesn't get enough Her credit nine. for being a really good actor. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right. Hilary Swank. She's another one that I feel like is a great actress, but Dropped doesn't off. or doesn't get the. Uh, she just doesn't work a lot, it seems. Yeah. I don't know. Like she did Freedom Riders, right? That was Hilary Swank. I think so. Could have been. We'll find out in the edit. <laughs> sure was. 2007, 7.6 rating on IMDb. Not bad, Hillary. Not bad. Renee Zellweger, Penelope Cruz. I have Diane Keaton on here twice <laughs> because she deserves it, frankly. And all women do. Am I right? <laughs> Helen Mirren, senior tour. Is she alive? She's alive. I think so. We'll find out in the edit. <laughs> Helen Mirren, 76 years young. This one's hard to say. I'm not even going to try. Cerise Ronan, the girl from Lady Bird. Good actress. Laura Dern, Marissa Tomei. I've had a huge crush on Marissa Tomei forever. Who doesn't? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Octavia Spencer, Angelina Jolie, Reese Witherspoon, ScarJo. I jo. fought for her. Oh, Reese, yeah. Yeah. She doesn't have enough good movies. I know. I know. She really doesn't. But she's a good actress. I, I don't her. deny it. ScarJo, I love. Again, Lost in Translation. Kira Knightley, you're like underrated. Hasn't been around that much. Rooney Mara, I threw on the list. I don't really know if she belongs, but I do think she could be if she got the right roles. Melissa McCarthy almost made it. Yeah, I fought for her too. Yeah. Yeah, we did want to, I at least wanted to get a comedian on here. It didn't work out. Yeah. But she's a really good dramatic actress, too. Yeah. The one where she played the writer. Can You Ever Forgive Me? She played a writer, which was really good. And she was in The Heat with former podcast guest Adam Ray. And her co-star in The Heat did make the bracket. bracket. How about that? Who else? Margot Robbie. Hot. So hot. It's important. Great actress, though. Florence Pugh, I feel like is, is uh, if there was a senior tour and then a minor league, she belongs so disrespectful but you know what I mean the younger crew Emily Blunt I also had on the list that's it everyone's wondering <laughs> who's left so there's 16 left and if you've been following along on the bracket then you already spoiled it because it's already out on the Instagram at the link underscore podcast and the Twitter for what it's worth and probably Facebook and wherever the hell else so we'll post that first up on the women's side Julia Roberts made it we'll talk about her facing Dame Judy Dench <laughs> tough tough draw you gotta take out the old Dame next Amy Adams made it I'm a big fan. And she'll face off against Frances McDormand, three-time winner, Oscar winner. Very difficult to beat. Sandy Bullock made the list. I did not push for her. You did. I did. She makes it. She gets the worst draw <laughs> in the world. She'll face Meryl Streep. That's, I mean, talk about, uh, I don't know how to make David and Goliath female, but, you know, David, Edda, and uh, Golly. <laughs> That's that battle. 
And then Viola Davis and Jessica Chastain is the final one on the women's side. On the male side, we have Daniel Day-Lewis against Christian Bale. Matt Damon against Tom Hanks. That's a tough one. <laughs> Killing me. That is a tough one. Uh, they were in a movie together, I think. I said I think because I couldn't think of the movie. There was a lot of movies flying through our heads at this time. Give me a break. I know it was a huge movie. It was insane. One of the best. I think you're lying. You got to be careful what you say on the Link podcast because even if you say it under your breath real low, we got the power of the edit. We boost that thing up. I'm not lying. Don't call me a liar. Saving Private Ryan exists and it's great. Uh, Leo against Al Pacino and then Robert De Niro against Denzel Washington. That's 16. If you could have found someone in that 16 that you could have pulled off, Sandy. I mean, Sandy Bullock. Leave my Sandy alone. Um, I love her. All right, we're going to get to it. But that's the bracket. It's laid out. Start thinking about who you like. You start thinking about who you like, too. Everyone understands who I was referring to in those two moments, right? I know there's no video for me to point, <laughs> but I think everyone got it with context clues. We'll be back on the other side of the break. Let's start fighting it out. You ready? I'm ready. Ding, ding. There is never a better time to plug my sports YouTube channel, Mike the Mush. I love sports. I used to work at ESPN. I still work in sports, but ESPN is a cooler name that people recognize, so I go to that first. Plus, I got to play basketball against Doug Gottlieb once, who was a good college basketball player, but he was kind of a douche, and if he hears this, you were a dick when we were playing, man. I was just playing hard-nosed defense because he's an accomplished player that was playing really hard. What do you want to just dominate guys that don't actually play in the pros? The point is, this is the kind of stuff you'll get on the Mike the Mush Sports Show. Plus, we talk gambling a lot. There's a lot of picks involved. Sports gambling is legal in a lot of places and getting legalized in other places. So we make a ton of picks. We share them. We have a ridiculous record. At the time of recording this, we're up 40 units on the year in 2022. So if you bet 10 bucks per bet, you'd be up $400 by following our picks right now. It's pretty nice. Plus, I love college basketball. With the tournament going on, it's the best time of the year. Everyone's filling out brackets. Everyone pretends like they've watched these teams before when I actually have, and they have no idea who Coppin State is, even though they're going to the conference tournament finals with like seven wins on the year. So anyway, if you don't want to put in the time figuring out every single sports angle, come to me. I'll do it for you. We do it live on YouTube. Join the chat so you can share your takes or rip on mine. I don't care. And you get some free picks out of it. Mike the Mush on YouTube, at Mike Mush Sports on Twitter and Instagram. Subscribe, hit the like button, leave some comments, join the chat. I'll see you there. Before we dive into the first matchup, I did write out a couple of categories because it's hard to judge. I don't know if it covers everything. The first one is how good are the movies they've been in. Okay. That has to matter. You okay. can put on a great performance in a crappy movie and you probably get less credit than if the movie was good. Right. Chemistry with on-screen partners. That okay. doesn't have to be the opposite sex. That's just like how well you work with others. Okay. Playtime. Right. Range matters a lot. Mm -hmm. Some of the people on here have it. Some don't. Sometimes it matters. Sometimes it doesn't. Okay. This next one is definitely a word. Uh, chameleon ability. Okay. To watch the movie and forget that you're watching Meryl Streep and just see the character. Okay. For some people that matters more than others, but I think it can matter. And then longevity without a true fall off. Because you can keep acting, but for some people it's like, okay, you probably right. shouldn't be. Right. Okay. So that's kind of where I'm at. We don't need to break each one down, but that's how I'm going to kind of consider each one. Okay. So the first one, Julia Roberts... I wrote down three movies for each person that I really liked. Okay. Uh, Pretty Woman. Yep, of course. Aaron Brockovich. Okay. Steel Magnolias. One of my faves. Yeah? Oh, yeah. She's great. I want to add to that list, My Best Friend's Wedding. Yeah, I figured you would have that one. I well, didn't my daughter's down. named after the main character. So. Mm, that's fair. And I really loved Stepmom with Susan Sarandon. Sure. And Duplicity. Duplicity was a more of a serious role for her. Yeah. So. Well, I feel like she is always serious, even within the comedic the stuff. Yeah. 
Like, even Aaron Brockovich is a good example. Yeah. It's like, it's a serious movie. It just happens to be funny. Funny, yeah. She's never choosing one or the but other. But I feel like Duplicity was more of, like, an action movie. Yeah. Because she plays the double. Like... She was also nominated for August Osage County. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Supporting role. So, yeah, she's she's really good. And I she just... has longevity. She does. And I really like her. And I just texted you yesterday. She's going to be on a new show. Yes. Gaslit. Yeah. On stars pretty crazy that she uh she's doing a tv show on stars it's right like, what? what are you doing but yeah i mean i'm not saying she's not great i just don't know if her highs are as high as the other people on the list no mm, i don't think i disagree with that i think pretty woman and Aaron brockovich are like elite elite her best yeah i would agree with that she also was charlotte the spider in 2006's charlotte's that. web i didn't know that <laughs> So, but I feel like Steel Magnolias too. I mean, you we could have named every actress in that movie to be on this bracket. Wait a minute, Sally Field. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You named oh, you named Juliana after her, but Tess is Julia Roberts in the Ocean's movies. Correct. Wow. So you that I never made that connection. Okay. But Juliana, we we chose Juliana because one of my favorite movies is My Best Friend's Wedding, and her name's Julianne. Huh. So you're really deep in on Julia I Roberts. I sure am. Okay. I don't think she has any of the chameleon ability. Okay. She is always just Julia Roberts. Yeah. For would, better or worse, it doesn't I would mean agree. it's bad. But I think that's her personality. Sure. That's just you, the way she rolls. You see a movie because you like Julia Roberts. It's like The Rock. It's like, you're. he's not melting into a character. No. He's still always just The Rock. rock. But yeah. it doesn't mean it's bad. No. So it's harder for me to judge that kind of stuff. Also, range, I just, I don't know how much range she has. I'm not saying she doesn't. I'm just saying it's not shown all the right, time. Right, because she maybe hasn't gotten those roles. Maybe, or she doesn't choose them because she knows what she's good at, and that's fine, too. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to find a way to judge these people against each other. Longevity, I feel like anytime I do see her, she's still got it. Yeah, I would agree. So I just don't know how many great movies she's in. And people are probably screaming, uh, the thousands and thousands of listeners who fill the arena during our live shows are screaming that there are other movies that we're leaving out, and I get it. Uh, and at the link underscore podcast if you think there's anyone that we really didn't get. But yeah, she's good. I just, she wasn't my first thought. No. Put it that way. No, didn't I mention her in the... You did. Yeah. She was also in Friends. She was. So that's cool. Hot. So hot. By the way, fun fact about Julia Roberts that not a lot of people know. I'm breaking huge news here on the podcast and I don't even know if I should do it, but it's too good not to share. Julia Roberts didn't tell people that her mother is actually Doris Roberts. Rest in peace. Played the mother on Everybody Loves Raymond, and they are related. It's no wonder they both got into the biz. But don't go telling people that. Just know that you get all the good stuff from the Link podcast. Tell people that, but don't tell people the specific fact until they listen. You don't want to blow it. Now, she goes up against Dame Judi Dench. Do you know what a dame is? No, not by definition. It's a female knight. Oh, okay. So she's a beast. Clearly. Give her a suit of armor. (laughs) I think this is the second time I'm using that joke, and I just got really self-conscious about it. If the people already heard it, tough, tough. But you forget things when you put all this genius out into the world. Judy Dench has been nominated a lot for Oscars. She is eight total nominations, only one for Shakespeare in Love. Now, the problem with Judy Dench is it's all longevity. Mm-hmm. I think the ability for her is higher than Julia Roberts. Okay. I don't necessarily think the movies are better. Okay. And I don't think a lot of people have seen her movies compared to Julia Roberts. I would agree. I had two on my list. What were they? Well, Murder on the Orient Express. Sure. And just the James Bond movies. 
So that's the thing that I think is really cool. And whether you're into Bond or not. She's played the same role in every. Since the first one was in, let's scroll all the way back. Because that's pretty cool. Because It's really cool. I feel like with movies like that, they always change up characters 100%. within the story. And also the actors and actresses can change. Correct. So she's held that role. And they do change. That's the thing. Like all the other I ones I mean, Bond's changed. changed how many times? And it's so. going to change again. And if she's alive, she will still be M. GoldenEye was the first one where she was M. And that was in 1995. So almost 30 years of the spanning multiple bonds of the same character continuing. And she kills it. I don't know what you do with that. Because if you're not into action movies or like, and it's not like she's the lead or anything. No. But it's cool. It is cool. And she's got a lot of that. She's got a lot of like, oh yeah, she had that role in this thing, like it Belfast says, that just came out. Yeah, it says something about her reputation, though, that they trust her in that role to play that character. No matter who yes. is playing Bond, she she's is gonna that bring person. It. Yeah. yeah, right. I felt that way about Belfast in general. Like, she played the grandmother in that. And it was just like, she didn't need to do too much. Her existing already brings a presence that I can't really say about maybe anyone but Meryl Streep, I guess, on the female side. Mm. I don't know if it's, I don't think it's just age. I think it's like just a power. Because even when Meryl Streep was young, like, she's still bringing that power to the screen. Mm -hmm. Judi Dench, same thing. So, yeah, I just. I want her to get a fair shake here. I know when we do the polls and stuff, everyone's going to vote for Julia Roberts. Mm -hmm. And I acknowledge that maybe Julia Roberts needs to move forward. But it depends how we're doing this, right? Like, is it who's the better actor or whose body of work is better? We did the same thing with the Disney movies. Like, did we I like know. them more or is it a better movie? There's no good answer. I don't. We, it was it hard. needs to be both. It was hard. It yeah. needs to be both. But it's hard with this one. Yeah, because I'm not fighting. Like, we were fighting tooth and nail for a specific movie. Right. Like, if you were telling me... GoldenEye against a Julia Roberts movie, I'll fight you tooth and nail for the Julia Roberts movie. For sure, so. and I wouldn't argue with it. Right. But that's definitely not how this can work. No. It can't be just peak. Peak matters. And I don't think you get nominated for 183 nominations she has across like all different award shows. I just don't think you get there without the skills. For what it's worth, Julia Roberts has 107, which is insane, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I'm comfortable with Julia Roberts moving forward. I know that's your answer. Yeah. I'm cool with it. Okay. But if... Uh, if someone in armor shows up, <laughs> you were fighting first. Sure, I got you. Okay. Fun fact about Judy Dench. Actually, not so much a fact as it is a rumor, but I've got sources and they tell me it's absolutely true. Judith Olivia Dench goes by Judy with an I. Rumor has it, one time someone stepped to her with a letter that addressed her as Judy with a Y. She took it right to the queen, demanded trial by combat, killed that person, and got knighted for it. That's how she turned out as Dame Judy with an I, Dench. I mean, unbelievable, honestly. I feel bad for sending her home in the first round, but fair is fair. I just wanted you all to know the facts. All right, Julia Roberts moves on. One down. We didn't even fight. Proud. So nice. I'm drinking wine, though, so. Well, it's going to get early. rowdy, yeah. Next one, I don't know how much of an opinion you have here. Who's uh, next? It, it hurts me to close the Dame Judy Dench IMDb page. I don't want to do it. But I'm gonna. Fun fact about Dame Judy Dench, by the way. You know what's wild? Fun fact sometimes you do the edits and then you forget what happened about two seconds later. So you get double fun facts, double the fun. What was that gum commercial? Wrigley's Double Mint. Double your pleasure, double your fun. She has 19 cats. <laughs> I read that. 19? 19 cats. And you know what's really crazy? They're all named Sally Field. <laughs> I don't know what that's a lot about. Of fucking cats. It's like George Foreman and his kids, I guess. Weird. You guys can look it up though. Fun fact. Next one, Amy Adams and Francis McDormand. Oh. I can't believe you're not 
You're not in on Frances McDormand. I'm not on the Frances train. Yeah, I don't know. Like Olivia Coleman, she has been just slaying of late. First of all, have you seen Almost Famous? No. I'm going to skip over that fight. We'll have it off mic. I'd like to comment here so that Mush doesn't throw me under the bus for a lot of this. They call me Mush. Mike the Mush Sports YouTube. Check it out. You'll get to the end. A lot of these movies I would love to see. Sure. A lot of them I've had said I've wanted to watch. Because you have to watch cartoons 90% of the day. I have two kids at home. I get it. I'm not hating, but Almost With Famous is like some a... Some situation, so... It, it, almost saying. Famous is a legendary... I I'm know. not saying you should have watched it now. I'm saying you missed the boat by 10 years. I... I'm just saying, there have been tons of movies while we were talking about this, yeah. but I said, I really want to watch And that. me too. I've missed a lot of these movies too. Like, don't get me wrong. And everyone listening is like, yeah, I haven't seen all their movies. Yeah. But that's why it's hard to judge, right? Like, because there might be movies buried in this list that are amazing or terrible that we don't right, know about. Right. So this is just our opinion. Yeah. And if you want to give yours, go to the Instagram at the link underscore podcast, make the vote. Or if you're listening to this later, then I'm sorry. <laughs> we're not doing the vote forever. <laughs> get with it. Amy Adams first. She is on... An almost unmatched run, I think, of the movies she's been in lately. lately. The three I had written down were The Fighter, mm-hmm. American Hustle, and Arrival, I think is really awesome. Denis Villeneuve. So I had movie. two of those three. Okay. Yeah, The Fighter, we can go back. Incredible. Love that movie. American Hustle. I also had Trouble with the Curve. Sure. Clint Eastwood. JT. Yeah. Good movie. It was a really good movie. You know, fun fact that I heard in an Amy Adams interview during Trouble with the Curve filming that, both Justin Timberlake and Amy Adams found out that Clint Eastwood can still bring it with a fastball. He can throw his age in miles per hour. Google that. Insane. And Amy Adams said that Justin Timberlake was able to take him deep at least once. When she wasn't able to get it over the fence, it's not an anti-female thing. She was actually ripping line drives straight at the hot corner. But no one has respect for hard-hitting line drives, you know? We gotta change that around. Anyway. One of my favorites of Amy's, and it's one of her early movies, Julie and Julia. Oh. Where she, they yeah. go through the life of Julia Julia Childs. Child, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And of course, for the children out there, Enchanted, one of the best. Sure. Yeah, she's, I mean, she's got it all. Like, Amy Adams has range for yeah. sure. She, she has. She just did Dear Evan Hansen. Did she? Yeah. I didn't see that. She played the mom, not Evan's mom, the other one, and I can't think of his name now. Juniper? Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, (laughs) I I only say that because she was nominated for an Oscar in the movie Junebug, which I have never seen, actually. No, no. But she was nominated. Also, Doubt, The Fighter, The Master, American Hustle, and Vice. Nominated for all of them, never has won. Ridiculous. Yeah. She'll get there. She was good in American Hustle. Oh, yeah. She's great in everything. Uh, She will undoubtedly get an Oscar eventually. I'm waiting for that moment. A couple of other ones. Uh, She's Lois Lane in Justice League. She's really good as that. The show Sharp Objects was really good on HBO. She was the lead. Really, really good. Uh, Arrival, I mentioned. The Muppets. It's a funny movie. It's a funny movie. It counts. It's her and um, Don't Tell Me. Okay. Well, we won't tell you. She was in Talladega (laughs) Nights. What is with my brain tonight? (laughs) Oh, you're talking about Jason Segel? Yes. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> really good. She was in a couple of episodes of The Office even, going back really far. I mean, great. Like, truly dark horse for me in this whole bracket. Yeah. Really. But Frances McDormand is on a ridiculous run, too. I loved Nomadland. It was the second episode of this podcast that I talked about Nomadland back in the day. And she just carried that whole movie. And it won, and she won, and, and it was like just her, kind of. Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri is also a really good movie. She won. She did win Best Actress. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, She has three Best Actresses. She also won for Fargo in 1996. She was also nominated for Supporting for Mississippi Burning, Supporting for Almost Famous, and uh, Supporting for North Country. Never seen that. I think 
She's married to one of the Coen brothers, I believe. 130 nominations. Crazy. I don't know who the best technical actress is between these two. Mm-hmm. I think there's a possibility that Amy Adams has more range. Yes. Chemistry with on-screen partners, I think, is probably a wash. I think they can both fall into a role pretty well, too. Both can be chameleons. Mm-hmm. None of them stand out as you're just watching yeah. them. Longevity, they're both still kicking pretty hard. Yeah. I- I'm struggling to separate these two. I do think Amy Adams has more widespread popular movies. Agreed. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if that means she's a better actress. Not necessarily. And I think three best actress wins kind of speaks for itself, or it should. So how do we get through this? What's your initial thought? I think Amy Adams, but in defense of the fact that I haven't seen many movies. Right. So. I am willing to go with Amy Adams, which is surprising myself. I was going to concede to you. I was going to. Yeah. The only reason is that I actually think she's in more good stuff. Also, Frances McDormand was just opposite Denzel in Tragedy of Macbeth. Which is by the Coen brothers, who she's married to one of. Oh, man. This is the closest battle in the first round, I think. Maybe not the peaks, but the closest. Yeah. I'm going to throw Amy Adams through. If no other reason, then Frances doesn't need it. She's got her three homies (laughs) hanging out. Yeah. And I think Amy Adams is more underrated than Frances McDormand. I would agree. Maybe. I would agree. Before we let her go, fun fact about Frances McDormand, she was born with the name Cynthia Ann Smith, June 23rd, 1957. Happy early birthday. It's pretty far, but she could be listening to this right around her birthday, and I want her to feel special. She was adopted at one and a half years of age by Noreen Nicholson and Vernon McDormand and was renamed Frances Louise McDormand. Bold move to adopt a kid and rename them completely, but hey, it worked out. Check the wiki. All these facts are real. They're all real. Amy Adams is going to face Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts a redhead? She has red hair sometimes. I feel like in some movies she does, but I don't know if she's naturally a redhead or huh. a brunette. Huh. We'll get there. On to the bottom. Sandy time. Sandra Bullock versus Meryl Streep. We're going to go through the exercise. Okay. okay. Sandy, I have Speed with uh, your least favorite actor. Keanu Reeves. ridiculous. The Blind Side. Mm-hmm. Which I got to say, a little overrated. Good movie. Definitely a good movie. But it got more praise maybe than it deserved, I think. Didn't she win an Oscar for that? She did. That doesn't mean I agree, necessarily. It was a good movie. Like, I have no problem with her role, the whole movie as a whole, all of it. Okay. I just think it was maybe a little overrated. Okay. Gravity. You ever see that? George Clooney? It's in space. She goes to space. She was nominated for that as well. Part of the reason that she was nominated for Gravity, by the way, is that she, not George Clooney, but she demanded that some of the scenes be filmed actually in space. They had to develop new cameras where the glass was so thick that it wouldn't break in the vacuum that is space. Unbelievable achievement, and the Oscars awarded that. Fair enough. What else did you have? I also had older movies by her, The Net. Never seen it. Really? No, I don't think so. That was a good one. A Time to Kill with Matthew Conaghy. Hope Floats and Practical Magic. No. Those are, I I actually prefer her older movies. Okay. I mean, I love Blindside, The Proposal. Sure. um, The Heat, like we discussed earlier. Sure. Oh, right. The Heat, Melissa McCarthy, McCarthy. Adam Ray. But she did 28 Days where she's an addict in rehab. She had some really good movies earlier in her career. Not that I don't love her movies now, but I think I have more favorites earlier in her career. You see Bird Box? No. Where she plays the, uh, they can't see or whatever the hell it was. No, I didn't see it though. Yeah, it's okay. Crash won Best Picture. She was in that. Speed 2, 
cruise control? <laughs> I've only seen the first. I have not seen any. I think Speed 2 is on a boat, unless I'm making that up. I think it is. The first one's on a bus. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Keanu not in that one. Maybe you'll like it better. Who's in it with her? Uh, Jason Patrick, the legend himself. Yeah, so she's in a lot of good stuff. She also has Lost City coming out with Channing Tatum and uh, Which Brad Pitt. Which will probably just be a funny yeah. whatever. She's She can movie. do... She does both well. She can do popcorn movies. Some of the people on this list can't actually yes. do that. Which yeah. is a skill in itself yeah. to make that good. Because most of the time, by default, those are crappier. Mm -hmm, but to mm -hmm. make them good is a different thing. And then she's going to be in Bullet Train, which TJ mentioned in the Oscars episodes was his movie he's most looking forward to in 2022. She's apparently in that. I didn't even know. Pretty cool. So Meryl Streep, though. I mean... I mean, that was just shitty luck that they ended up against each it's, other. Yeah, and we randomized. I know. It's tough. I know. I mean, the nominations for Meryl Streep, she has 21 Oscar noms. You know, fun fact about Meryl Streep, she actually has requested the Academy to not nominate her anymore because she loves playing blackjack. And when she landed on 21, she wanted to stop there forever. Maybe she'll change her mind. Maybe she puts on a performance where the Academy says, hey, listen, Mary. By the way, another fun fact, the character of Mary from Lord of the Rings named after Meryl Streep. But anyway, she loves blackjack. She's a gambler. She's a winner. And, you know, it all makes sense. That is... It's insane. I feel like she's been nominated every year for the last how many years? That is just... Like, what are we doing here? But you know to what's so funny about that is, I mean, as much as like her Oscar nominated roles I did enjoy, I enjoy a lot of Meryl Streep's low key Me too. movies. Me too. Big time. The ones I wrote down were the ones she won for mm -hmm. Kramer vs. Kramer in 79. Sophie's Choice in 82 is, I mean, yeah. that's as good as acting gets generally. And Iron Lady in Iron 2011. Lady. Yeah, I had that on my list. Uh, she was also nominated for Deer Hunter in 78, The French Lieutenant's Woman 1981, Silkwood in 83, Out of Africa 85, Ironweed 87, Evil Angels 88. Postcards from the Edge, 1990. Bridges of Madison County, good movie, 1995. One True Thing, 1998. Music of the Heart, 1999. Adaptation, 2002. Devil Wears Prada, 2006. Great. One of my favorite Meryl Street movies. Really, really good. A another good example of like, can dial it back, I guess? But actually, she's going bigger. But it's more of a, it's a family-friendly movie. It's not her like typical serious. But she's like... still like, hitting it hard with oh, acting 100%. chops. Yeah, it's weird how she can do both things but at the same. But that's what I'm saying. More of her low-key movies, I think I enjoy more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I she was that. in Julia and Julia. She plays Julia Child. She was nominated. She was nominated for Doubt in 2008, Julia and Julia 2009, Iron Lady. We mentioned August Osage County. Again, some double dips in here. 2013, Into the Woods 2014. Yeah, she Florence was Foster that. Jenkins 2016. And The Post 2017, you were just saying you yeah, need to watch that. Yeah, I really that. want to see that. It's Marilyn and Tom. Like, Tom and Spielberg, faves. yeah. Um, she also was in It's Complicated with Alec Baldwin. Yeah. And it's more of a comedy. Before he shot a guy or a girl. <laughs> I don't remember who he shot. He shot somebody. He did. But it's more of a comedy and... Yeah, she can do it. So funny. She was just in and Don't John Look Up. And in that movie. Oh, I love him, I love too. him yeah. She was just in Don't Look Up that was nominated this year. Yes. Yeah, um, more of a humor. She was a voice in Fantastic Mr. Fox, which is a Wes Anderson movie who I really like. The point here is we could go on and on. She has range. She has everything. She really does. It's going to be really hard to beat her. Mm -hmm. She's an overwhelming favorite. Must be. And I just... Sandy's cool. I like her. She was barely getting in. I know. And it's cool that she got no, in. No, I'm good. I'm good with Meryl. But Meryl wins. I think if Sandy was up against Maybe. someone else, this would be a different story. But no, Meryl Sheep Maybe. takes... We already had our upset with Amy Adams over Francis, and yeah. we're not going to have another one. No, there's no way. 
No, Beating Meryl is going to be hard. It's going to be real hard, but we'll find out. Viola Davis and Jessica Chastain is a really, another really close, brutal matchup for me. I have a preference, and not because I know less about Jessica Chastain, but Viola Davis to me is a powerhouse. Agreed. And I'm not even talking about movies. Oh, uh, yeah. I watched How to Get Away with Murder sure. for a lot of people like that. Years, I actually didn't watch it. And she was amazing in that show. Uh, that's what I amazing. hear. That's what I hear. I mean, talk about range. She can do anything and bring... She has the chameleon ability, but she always brings the power to mm-hmm. it. Yeah. It's like Meryl in that way, I guess. Of her presence is always the same. I also watched an Oscar acceptance speech of hers today. I was preparing myself. You sent it to me, yeah. Which is incredible. The movies I wrote down for her were The Help. I had that on my list, too. Great. I love that movie, just in general. So, so many people are good in that. Yeah. Um, Fences is... I did not see, but again, one of those movies I'd love to see. Most people actually didn't really like it. It's a play that is clearly a play, Mm -hmm. but they did a film adaptation of it. But I really think I have never, ever, ever seen better acting off of each other than Denzel and Viola Davis in that movie. There are scenes where they're just like screaming at each other and crying and like it's... Intense. It's a real experience to watch that movie. And I feel bad for people that don't like it. Because yeah. they don't I guess they don't get it and it just doesn't vibe with some people fine. Right. But ever since watching that movie, the two of them, I'm like, I don't know if anyone's ever gonna touch that for me. Right. And so for that, she not only makes this list, but I'm gonna have a hard time knocking her out of it. Yeah. And uh Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, which was last year, right before Chadwick Bozeman died, his last movie was Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, and she plays uh Diva from all the way back in the day. And it is another, like, wild performance. Another play-turned-movie where you're just like, how do people act like this? She just makes you go, like, no one else is doing this. Yeah. No, it's incredible. She really embraces a role. Like, we'll talk about Daniel Day-Lewis in a little while. That's literally just popped in my head. Like, kind of the female version. It's kind of like that in a totally different feel. Yeah, like, I don't think she's a method actor. No, no, I don't think so either. But I think she can tap into the role. She really can. And even on the show, she plays that character from the minute they say action to the minute they say cut. Like, she is the character. I'm all the way in on Viola Davis. She also did Suicide Squad and a lot of the DC stuff. She's in that. She has a lot of minor roles, too, in her earlier. Yeah, um, she really just started getting appreciated for the stuff that she's doing. I mean, she played a cop in Law and Order. But no, she played a cop in another movie. Like, just like, I guess, minor roles before she was more well-known. We mentioned The Chef before, who, if you go all the way back, had an ad on this podcast for his Waffle Palace, which is oh, that's really right. fun. I don't remember what episode, but you'll have to listen to them all. <laughs> and... Uh, the chef's favorite movie of all time is The Greatest Showman. However, his second favorite movie, and I hope he's listening, Black Hat. Didn't get great reviews, but he loves it, and she was in it. She was also in Get On Up, again with Chadwick Boseman, the James Brown movie. She's just, she's so good. I, I can't say it any other way. She really is just unbelievable. Uh, she played a cop in Disturbia. I think that's what you're talking yes, about. Yes, in Disturbia. She, yeah, she plays his parole officer. Or great whatever. movie. I yeah. really like that. But then that she movie also too. plays a cop on the Lord Order really early in her career. Like yeah, she was and CSI. Look at that. Oh, she was in Antoine Fisher, too, huh? Yeah, she really uh, she has smaller roles for sure and a lot of TV roles, and then she has blossomed in All a big of a sudden, way. And yeah. people finally realize. Jessica Chastain, though, just won the Oscar last night. Stunning. Eyes of Tammy Faye was not a great movie. But she was unbelievable. Like, talk about transforming into a different person. Yeah. Between the makeup and the the whole vibe. She was also in The Help, which is a fun little comparison here. Also in Zero Dark Thirty, nominated for that, nominated for The Help as well. 
she was in The Martian, Interstellar. Did I have any others written down? I don't think so. I love Interstellar, though. She doesn't have quite as many. Scenes from a Marriage was a good uh, TV series. She was in that. She was in X-Men. I don't really count that very much. Molly's Game? I mentioned that to you. Did you see it? So I didn't see it. I heard it was amazing. Good movie. You would like it. Maybe it'll be another uh, late night hospital movie. I'll yeah, watch. yeah, yeah. I think it's a that's a great, great movie. Yeah. I just, the only thing holding me back with her is not the skill or anything. It's just, I don't know if she has as much stuff yet. She doesn't. But she's talented. And if she keeps on this trajectory. Which she will. She is going to make some great movies. That's what I'm saying. So, like, it's hard, right? We know she's going to get there. Right. She's already there. She won the Oscar yesterday. Right. So, like, she's in the club. But for some reason, I don't know how you match Viola Davis. No, I I have to vote Viola Davis on this round. I do too, and the next round is going to just kill my soul, Meryl, against Viola. But I like Jessica Chastain, though, I really do. And if, if you listen to the Oscar episodes, TJ's favorite actress, I believe. Or at least very high up there. What did you think? I forgot some fun facts just because I waited until that round was over? No. As you know from the Link Podcast, I am fully capable of being bribed and or letting the competitors figure it out in their own arena. So while everything we said was true, I found out that Jessica Chastain and Viola Davis, I mean, you're going to think this is a lie, but how could I make up a sport that's so weird for the two of them? They do, they play, I don't know if you play or do curling, but they curl together. And so what did I do? I reached out to their publicist. They share a publicist, by the way. That was perfect. I didn't know that. But, you know, one email knocks out two stones or whatever they say. And I asked if they would like to play for it. And we got some footage. I don't know what I'm going to do with it yet. You know, I don't want to violate any personal stuff from them because there was some language. They were going at it for who would win. And Viola came out on top. So you got to respect that. And she moves along. Curling. You got to love it. Okay. First round females done. Let's move on to the male bracket. Get the whole first round done, then we'll go back. First male matchup, Daniel Day-Lewis, Christian Bale. This is another one where it's like, well, well, let's go through the exercise. Daniel Day-Lewis, There Will Be Blood, unbelievable movie. Paul Thomas Anderson, whose movie this year I didn't really like, but go back to the Oscar thing to hear about that. Gangs of New York, My Left Foot. You ever seen that? No. Really, really good. But he has a lot of them that I could have put in here. Lincoln. Lincoln bored me a little. That historical time period is sort of... He won Best Actor for it. Yeah. That actually wasn't my favorite of him. He was also nominated for Phantom Thread, which I didn't really like that much. In the Name of the Father. I've actually never seen that. I think Gangs of New York is just a powerhouse movie. (laughs) Yeah, that could be one of the best movies ever made. Yeah. Definitely. So probably one of my favorites of his. Yeah. He also, let's see what else, Last of the Mohicans. I never saw that. He's been going back and doing this shit for like A ever. long time. Like he knew. Yeah, I was looking at his list to see if there's anything else like I've seen that I didn't know was him like when he was younger. You know, he's not in that many movies. He really isn't. He That's has 30 acting credits. And some of them are like TV series early in his yeah. career. You know, crazy enough, while I was looking through the IMDb page of Daniel Day-Lewis, I noticed that one thing was left out, and I know this was him, and I researched the internet deeply to figure out whether I was right, and some people think I am. I'm pretty sure. You know we love The Rock on this podcast, the movie Skyscraper with The Rock. Not a great movie, but you know, it was interesting. You could eat some popcorn to it. Daniel Day-Lewis, I knew it. I knew I recognized him when I saw it. He played the skyscraper unbelievable talk about method acting you wouldn't even know i mean what else do we need to say about the guy another guy that just kind of came on late like before gangs of new york in 2002 
before that was 1997, The Boxer, The Crucible. He played John Proctor in 1996. Which, you know, the lead role. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, in the Name of the Father, Last of the Mohicans in 92. Like, it goes back. He had a good run in early 90s and then not again until much later. Yeah. Which is weird. Well, does he have children? I wonder if he I took a break. Maybe. Got married, had kids, came back. Maybe. Doesn't count as a fun fact, but I did look it up and he has three kids and the numbers shake out. So leave it to the mom on the pod to come up with a good theory there. Nice. So that's a good looking older man. For sure. I noticed that when I was doing my search. And he also looks totally different in his movies than he does in well, other Well, because things. he's a true method actor. Yeah, he, I mean, probably. Takes this shit very Probably seriously. like, I don't know, but might not be that fun to do a movie with. Right, because he's so Because serious. it's so intense. Yeah. But then the movie comes out great. So I don't know how to feel about that. But on the other side is Christian Bale. I had The Fighter we talked about. Mm-hmm. Batman, all three of them, incredible. I could go hours talking about those movies. Yeah, he's we could. He's my favorite Batman. He really, and just those, that series is amazing. He's probably my favorite. Michael Keaton's probably my favorite Batman, but no. Christian Bale second. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but that Dark Knight series was, I feel, one of some sure. of the best Batman movies you made. You didn't see the Batman yet, though. I didn't. You'll get there. Do we really want to go into that conversation again? Dark Knight, that alone to me is what won over Christian Bale. Like... You almost didn't want him in the list, but I think you were allowing it because of that. Yeah, yeah. I also would say his younger stuff as well, like Newsies and Swing Kids. Sure. Again, more historical pieces. That's like okay. Swing Kids, it was a great movie. He may be the most range on this. God, I love Newsies. Yeah, Newsies very silly to me. But, but it's so good. Yeah, I'm with you. Maybe the most range of anyone on this list. That's maybe a stretch, but I think it's really he possible. He has, yeah. He's played some very different <laughs> roles. The Big Short. We talked about The Prestige the other day. Prestige is... A good movie. And American Psycho. I like the partnership he has with Christopher Nolan, because yes. they did Prestige and Dark Knight and, I, and, the, and all those, so... Yeah. I always like that. American Psycho is one of the premier acting performances. Same as when I watch Fences with Denzel and Viola. Really? You think so? Yeah. When I watch him in American Psycho, it's like, because if you watch that movie, you can see somehow that he doesn't believe the things that he's saying. He's acting right. within the acting. I got to watch that movie again. Yeah. Cause... It's it's really nuts. And it's weird. But right. either way, his performance is like, talk about just letting loose. That is hard it's really hard to beat. Fun fact. In the era of reboots and remakes, which I don't really like, but this one was good, they remade American Psycho for a British audience. I guess that makes sense. And you'd never believe it, but they cast Rowan Atkinson as the lead in English Psycho. Mr. Bean himself pulls it off. Look it up. Netflix. I'm torn here. I think Daniel Day-Lewis is a better actor. I think Christian Bale might be in better movies. Well, he's definitely been in more movies. Yeah, and just easier to watch, right? Like, There Will Be Blood is unbelievable, but it's like, I don't know if I'm going to sit down and watch it if it's on TV. Last of the Mohicans, same thing. You're like, yeah, unreal, but I'm not just going to like turn it on on a Saturday night. I can watch Dark Knight Rises every night of the week. That's your favorite one of the three? Um, maybe. The third one? I mean, I love Tom Hardy as much as the next guy. I am a huge Tom Hardy. Me too. No, I don't think you understand. I do. I love Tom Hardy. Have you seen his- no. I have. What? The movie Bronson. Oh, I gotta watch that then. I'm telling you. Bane, though, for me. Does it? Does it. <laughs> but more than Heath? Yeah. I mean, wow. I, he was great. I mean. Yeah. Both of those. Yeah. I actually like Batman Begins. Maybe so better I movie than the, all of them. Cillian Murphy. I saw them out of order, which I don't know if that's like a cardinal sin or anything. They could have done Batman Begins and Dark Knight Rises and not made the middle movie. Because what? when you get to Dark Knight Rises, it ties back. Yeah, but you need him as peak Batman. 
I guess. You need but, the early Batman, peak Batman, and But if you didn't Batman. see Batman Begins, the third movie, it could be kind of confusing. Because they do tie yeah. back a yeah, lot yeah. of pieces. For sure. But, Agreed. Yeah. The, the middle one can stand on its own is more Yes, what oh, that's what I'm saying. But if you remove Batman, he still has a lot a of lot. unbelievable shit. Yeah. Like 310 to Yuma is a really good Western. He was in that Terminator movie, which I didn't really like. Public Enemies. American Hustle. There's so many. He plays Bagheera in the Mowgli movie, which no one saw, myself no. included. No. I mean, how many Jungle Book movies can you make? They came out with two live-action Jungle Books in the same I movie. don't even like the original animated Jungle Book. One of my least favorites. I mean, sheltering your kids. <laughs> Uh, he's going to be in the new Thor movie. He's coming into the Marvel Universe. Is he going to play Thor? No. Oh. No, Chris Hemsworth is still I was going to say. No, he's playing a, a villain, actually. Oh, that'll be, be cool. interesting. Yeah. And for as much as Daniel Day-Lewis transforms into people, Christian Bale actually transforms his body yes. more than anybody. You were, we were talking about this the other night. Yeah, he got down to like 90 pounds in The Machinist and yeah. then got up to like 230 pounds in Vice playing Dick Cheney. Fun fact, Christian Bale lost 62 pounds before filming The Machinist. His diet was said to consist of an apple, water, and coffee every day. That's it. What the hell, man? You can't live on that. It's no way to live. And frankly, it's hurting his chances to move on. I mean, zero snacks. What? And yes. then Dark Knight Rises, he's actually just ja a giant also. Yeah, he jacked He's up, like 230 but... pounds in that, but muscle. But that's like my Tom Hardy, too. Yeah, you're Tom Hardy. He's my Tom Hardy. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> I mean, we'll fight about it. Uh, I'm so mad I didn't make it. <laughs> uh, what do we do here? I mean... I'm voting Christian Bale. I think it's overthinking it a little to put Christian Bale over Daniel Day-Lewis, though. I'm with you. Like, he's an underdog, right? If there were Vegas odds, All right. Daniel Day-Lewis would be the favorite. Is there an upset potential here? Yes. Sure. sure. There is potential. There just is. I don't know. Uh... I do, though. Put this way. He's not going to win it all, but I think he wins it against Daniel Day-Lewis. But I think Daniel Day-Lewis has a better chance to win it all than Christian no. Bale does. I you don't know. agree with that? No. I can even give in that this isn't a matchup that's great for him, but overall, I could see Daniel Day-Lewis beating more people on this list no. than Christian Bale. I don't agree. Huh. If you watch There Will Be Blood, you might <laughs> feel differently. I really think, like, that, you gotta watch it. You said it yourself. You can't top Gangs in New York. I'm sorry. That role is insane. Him in that movie is, like... All of them in that movie. Right. For sure. But he leads the way. I guess. This is a hard one. Christian Bale only has 55 credits, actually. Daniel Day only has 30. Gangs in New York, how, how do you get rid of Gangs in New York? And we still have Leo, but like he legit outshines so Leo in that movie. movie. And that think? is, yes. And that is insane to do. Yeah. Christian Bale's not doing that. No, no. Which is not probably why they didn't put him in Inception. They put everybody else in Inception. Tom Hardy can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll concede. I think you're right that like look, both of them are going to lose the next round. If you look at the bracket, let's not worry too much is. about this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm going to put Daniel Day-Lewis on, but it, this was a hotly contested one. I'll yeah. give you that. It went to overtime, you know? <laughs> Gangs of New York just puts it through, and you got to watch There Will Be Blood. Okay, next is Matt Damon and Tom Hanks. You really pushed for Matt Damon. Yeah, and then you, your randomizer put him against Tom Hanks. <laughs> I know. Unfortunate draw. What did you have down for your favorite Matt Damon Matt movies? Damon? All right, so we've discussed this. Good Will Hunting. But I also had Rounders. Yeah, one of my favorite movies ever. And I also had We Bought a Zoo. Have you ever seen I that? I love that movie. Oh, That's really? so crazy that you wrote that Such down. Such a good movie. It's like... It's like a secret little, like... It is. It's like... I want to say it's not a good movie. Not really, no. But also, judging on that criteria of movies that you know aren't going to win Oscars, right. but you enjoy watching, it's really high up there. 
That's ScarJo, right? Uh, Scarlett yeah, Johansson. I so. that? Yeah. yeah. And the kids, they're so like, really he, good. But then we were also talking about the Born Legacy, and like I will admit, I've yeah. never seen those. But it's I his feel version like of he's Bond. really yeah. And also, um, the Ocean's Trilogy. He's in all of Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's he is. He is. I wrote down the Martian. I think he was awesome I in that. I didn't see that. Really good. He's also in The Departed. He is. Are we going to talk about that one? <laughs> yeah. He's got a good list. He, there's no reason he can't belong here. He also produced Manchester by the Sea, which I really liked. I Casey do like Affleck. that movie, yeah. Yeah. He was nominated for Invictus, which sucked. He played a soccer player, right? Or R- rugby, I believe. player, or whatever. Um, Morgan Freeman in that. Fun fact, if you didn't listen to the Oscars episodes already, I know I'm plugging it a lot. It happens. It came up. What are you going to do? Movie stuff. Clint Eastwood directed Invictus, and we talked about it. It was a fun story in the Oscar episode. Go back to that, then come back here. You laugh, you move on. He is the king of having movies that you want to watch. I don't know if the movies are as good good. as the people that are on this list. They're good, but we're talking about like heavy, heavy hitters here. But he's always good. So what the hell do you do with that? I don't know. But he's also another person. Like he has some great recent movies, but Goodwill Hunting, The Rounders, these are all movies from when he was really young. Yeah. Even The Departed was a lot of years ago. It was, sadly. I think we were in high school. If we go back further, he was in Chasing Amy. He went on a run. I mean, we didn't even say Save It Private Ryan. Oh, that's right. He went on a run, which is why I gave in to you putting him on this list. And he belongs on the list now that I think about it. Goodwill Hunting, Saving Private Ryan, Rounders, Dogma, and Talented Mr. Dogma. Ripley. All in a row. I forgot about Dogma. He did those all in a row between 97 and 99. Right. And that's that was a, early in his career. That's a wild run. And then Legend of Bagger Vance, magical Negro movie. Yeah. Will Smith, we don't talk about him. Finding <laughs> Forrester, which we said is another Gus Van Zandt movie like yeah. Goodwill Hunt. It's like fake Goodwill Hunting yeah. sequel. It was good. Still good enough. Uh, he's not a major role in that, but he's in it. The Ocean's movies right after that. Yeah. Yeah, he went on a heater there. He is also in the Thor movies. He plays an actor in the movies that acts as Thor's brother in like silly plays inside of the movie. It's really funny. It's just like a really silly cameo. I believe he was on Entourage too, but he played Matt Damon. Right, right. He was in Ford v. Ferrari. Uh, Stillwater was an interesting movie. He's going to be in the Oppenheimer movie, which is the new Christopher Nolan one, which is going to just has everybody in it. I have nothing bad to say about Matt Damon. I take it back. After some research, I have a not so fun fact. Something bad to say about Matt Damon. He's a cat guy, not a dog guy. And I just don't vibe with that. Sorry to alienate half of our fan base. I understand. But, you know, we're about to talk about his opponent. And the opponent, definitely a dog guy. Just saying. Brownie points. But his time on this podcast is over now. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is the Meryl Streep of the male category. 100%. Probably all time my favorite actor. It's hard to argue with, right? It's like... That's how I felt about Meryl. It's like, this is all cute, but yeah. what are we talking about here? The th- I, I kept it to three just to not do a million, but... I've got a million. Philadelphia, Forrest Gump, Saving Private Ryan were the three. Yeah, Philadelphia, Forrest Gump. But leaving out Big is just stupid. I have Big. Castaway. Castaway, Saving Mr. Banks. Sure. Where he plays Walt. Big, you said. Uh, the Da Vinci Code series, like those mm. three. You didn't like them not or you me. didn't think he was good in them? It's just not for me. I enjoyed those. And then, of course, just like his like Sleepless in Seattle, You've Got Mail. Oh, great. I mean, you go back further. He was Toy really, Story. really funny. Yeah, Toy Story. I mean, come on. Talk about linking up the podcast. League of Their Own. T- uh, Turner oh, League and of Hooch. Their own. Oh, Turner and Hooch is great. I love that movie. Tried to tell you. Dog Guy. Fun fact, Tom Hanks's dad was named Hooch. And originally, the dog in the movie was named Tommy. Turner and Tommy. But when Tom Hanks signed on, he didn't want to have to turn around every time someone said Tom or Tommy. 
because that would be confusing. Also, calling him Tommy Hanks is ridiculous, but actually kind of cool now that I say it out loud. In any case, wanted the dog to be named after his dad, needed it to be changed. Turner and Hooch was born. Incredible. Fun facts. I'm full of them. He is really funny. Bosom Buddies is a really funny TV show from the 80s. That's how where he was found. Really? On a comedy oh, TV I gotta show. Watch. Yeah. If that, I don't know if that's streaming anywhere, but if it is, really good. And then he was in the movie Splash, which was good. Yes, with the mermaid. Right. And then soon after that, he did big. big. Yeah. Then Turner and Hooch, The Burbs. I don't really love that as much. Some people like that. It's actually a cult classic kind of. Radio Flyer, he had a role in. Who knew? <laughs> League of Their Own, 92, and then it's off to the races. Sleepless in Seattle, Philadelphia, Forrest Gump. Apollo 13. I had that on my list too. Toy Story. That Thing You Do. Unbelievable movie. One of my favorite, like truly favorite movies out there. The Green Mile. Castaway. Road to Perdition. Catch Me If You Can. Oh yeah. I have Catch Me If You Can under Leo's list, but yeah. Tom the Hanks Terminal down. is also a really good movie. Highly, highly recommend it. Uh, like Angels and Demons, you said that. Yes. I enjoyed those movies. And they're historical sort of pieces. Like, right. I enjoy that. Bridge of Spies. Really good. Him and Mark Rylance. And then uh, The Post, all the Toy Stories, Beautiful Day in the Neighbor. He played fucking Mr. Rogers. I know. I still haven't seen that. I so, hate to admit that. We but. don't have to overthink this. We move on Tom Hanks. Yeah. Matt, thanks for coming. It's sad to me, but you know. Not everyone can win. Honestly, making the 16 is an honor in itself. And I'm sure all the actors and actresses feel that way. You know what I loved about You've Got Mail and Sleepless in Seattle is same leads. It's the same movie. Not really the same movie. But I love that they did that. They were that. just like, let's just do it again. Well, yeah, like they had such great chemistry in Sleepless in Seattle that they thought, all right, we could do this again. And they did. And I think it was even better than the first time around. Probably. I, I know it didn't lead anywhere, but every now and then you just need a good whistle take. Hype up the drama so when people clip it, they think, oh man, that was intense. Meanwhile, we disagree. It's okay. I think I enjoy You've Got Mail more than Sleepers in Seattle. Yeah, I think I mean, I, I could too. watch both of them. I could sit in bed at I night think I do just, too, yeah. But. I don't know if that's a rare take. At the link underscore podcast, tell us which uh, Tom and... Meg Ryan. Yeah, tell us which combo movie you like better. Okay, we're moving on. Leo and Al Pacino. This feels like a closer one, but another inevitable. Yeah. Uh, Leo, I had The Revenant because he actually won for that finally. I mean, it's ridiculous that that's the Oscar he gets. I mean, I know. are you kidding me? Uh, What's Eating Gilbert Grape? Great movie. One of my favorite Leo. Yeah, I knew you loved that one. And I wrote Django Unchained. I think he's really crazy good list. in that. He's really, really good. All right. Though. Titanic, yeah, obviously. Sure. That's what kind of blew his. Whoa, easy. Family podcast. Acting career up. Oh, that's my bad. That's on me. Um, Inception? You didn't have Inception on your list? It's hard to get to three with him. God, I love that movie. Catch me, me if you can. We just talked sure. about The Great Gatsby. Oh, Man Gatsby, in, yeah. Man in the Iron Mask. Ever yeah, see that? yeah. Don't Look Up, we just talked about. Wolf of Wall Street. We discussed that one. Look, this is a fun fact about Leo and Nicole. And I don't know if she's comfortable with me sharing this, but I'm gonna, because the listeners need to know. She is uh, terrified of wolves. And when you throw a wolf in a suit, like on Wall Street, it's not good. So much money on therapy. Anyway, just don't howl at her if he's here. We don't need a summer of 1995 incident again. Blood Diamond. I've only seen bits and pieces of that movie. Good. Um, Good one. We also, I totally forgot until we did this, he was on Growing Pains, and I loved oh, yeah. that TV show. He was so young back then. Oh, yeah. Basketball Diaries. Yes. Crazy good. I mean, he's the only one on this list, I think. You could count Matt Damon, I guess, because... Goodwill Hunting, he was young, but not that young. Not like Leo. Leo was like a child actor. actor. Yeah, 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 yeah. And has grown, and you knew then, and then it just never fucked up. That's yeah. actually like borderline just as cool. Yeah. Catch Me If You Can, maybe one of my all time. I mean, it has Tom Hanks in it, who I love, and Leo, but that movie was just really. How about Shutter Island? 
I've only seen bits and pieces. Oh, of that I like movie. that one. It's scary. A little. Gatsby, I'm glad you mentioned. I do like that. You know what's so funny? I loved the book. Me too. I felt the movie didn't do it justice. No, it was a little weird, yeah. But I thought he was good. The endings were different, which drives me crazy. He was good. But he was. He played that role really well. Yeah. But What's Eating Gilbert Great is still... And Gangs of New York. Oh, yeah, that's right. Gangs of New York. So that's Leo. You know who Leo is. Pacino deserves respect. I mean, of course. Uh, and I found it funny that the randomizer put Pacino and De Niro next to each other on two different... They didn't face each other, thankfully. Although that would have been fun, too. But it put them next to each other. I had Godfather, Serpico, and Scent of a Woman. He actually won the Oscar for Scent of a Woman. I have never seen that. Good. Good. Plays a blind guy. Makes sense by the title. Yeah. It's really good. Dog Day Afternoon also... Two for the Money. Yeah. Two for the Money is a sneaky, good popcorn I style I really liked... Movie. He was in Righteous Kill yeah. with Robert De Niro. He's done a lot with De Niro, yeah. 88 Minutes. Again, is one of those movies that I happened to watch one day, but it was actually pretty good. Maybe Irishman not his best. Irishman he was just in. Dick Tracy. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood he was just in. I didn't see it. Oh, it was I'm good. I'm disappointed I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, yeah, you'll get to that. Ocean's movies. He's in yes, one or two um, of those. Maybe the third one. La the later ones. Yeah, 13. He was in Geely. So we found someone that's in a terrible movie. <laughs> that done was it. an awful movie. Any Given Sunday, he's the coach in that. Really good. Donnie Brasco, another unbelievable movie. Johnny Depp, actually one of Johnny Depp's best roles, I think. Carlito's Way, really good. He could beat a lot of people. I just, he's not going to beat Leo. No. I mean. Sorry. It's not like he's not good. The problem with him is that he has made some not great Clunkers. stuff. Yeah. And I feel like, too, people think Al Pacino, they immediately think Scarface. Yeah. There's which, like an image you think of. And I think that hurts him. I don't think Scarface is a good movie. Um, it's fun to watch. But that's what I'm saying. And it's iconic, but it's not a good movie. Which is what I think hurts him. Yeah. I don't know if people feel that way or if I feel that way. But if you turn on Scarface, you're like, do I have to sit through this just to get to the Tommy gun scene? I right. Mean, so... Yeah. We're moving on, Leo. Couple things. A little behind the scenes fun fact. We said before we started the podcast that no one in G League can be nominated. So that's why we didn't even mention Ben Affleck in the honorable mentions. Also didn't mention Christopher Walken, who should be in there, but rules are rules. Secondly, I posted this story on the Instagram, but I find it really fun, so I want to read it. Playboy once asked Al Pacino, have you ever gone to the Academy ceremonies? Pacino said, I was at the Oscars once for Serpico. That was the second time I was nominated. I was sitting in the third or fourth row with Diane Keaton, honorable mention. Jeff Bridges probably should have been. And he was there with his girl. No one expected me to come. I was a little high. Somebody had done something to my hair, blew it or something. And I had looked like I had a bird's nest on my head, a real mess. I sat there and tried to look indifferent because I was so nervous. Anytime I'm nervous, I try to put on an indifferent or cold look. At one point, I turned to Jeff Bridges and said, hey, looks like there won't be time to get to the Best Actor Awards. He gave me a strange look. He said, oh, really? I said, it's over. The hour is up. He said, it's three hours long. I thought it was an hour TV show. Can you imagine that? And I had to pee so bad. So I popped a Valium. Actually, I was eating Valium like they were candy, chewed on them. Finally came the best actor. Can you imagine the shape I was in? I couldn't have made it to the stage. I was praying. Please don't let it be me. Please. And I hear Jack Lemon, And I was just so happy I didn't have to get up because I never would have made it. Hell of a story. Thanks for coming, Al. Last one in the first round and the others we can move through a little quicker. De Niro and Denzel. It's this one's brutal. De Niro, I have Godfather 2, Taxi Driver, and I threw in Awakenings, which I just think is a really super underrated movie that I truly love. He was nominated for the Oscar. No one talks about that movie. And it's like a, if any, I don't even want to tell people what it's about. Just look up Awakenings and watch it okay. and it will move you, honestly. He's another one that I have. I have some more recent things for him, but sure. I have like Casino. Oh, yeah. Men of Honor. Good we talked fellas. about the other day. City by the Sea. Have yeah. you seen that? Yeah, yeah. Godsend. Like, Never seen that. 
Oh, that's about a, a little boy who dies, and mm. he brings the boy back yes, to life. Yes, yes, yes. It's more of like I a, think I have seen it, actually. Scary movie. Yeah. Um, all the Meet the Parents. The only downside to him, and we can go on and on listing great stuff that he's in, and they're all great. But he's made some bad shit also, especially lately. Last Vegas. You didn't enjoy that movie? No, terrible. Oh, I thought it was funny. No, I hated it. Grudge match, really bad. Dirty Grandpa was good. Yeah. He, I don't know if it's, he's trying to be more current. I don't know. The one where he played Bernie Madoff, I didn't think it was that good. I didn't see that. Um, but then he did The Intern. Yeah, it's fine. Those are the type of movies Look, it's like making. these movies are fine. Right. But are they movies that we're putting on this no. bracket? This I is understand. not what this is not Robert De Niro performance. And look, like I like him. Do whatever you want. You want to have fun making comedy movies, fine. But then I'm not going to move you forward in a best actor bracket. You know, like it kind of just is what it is. Mm-hmm. Denzel doesn't fuck around. Like right. when Denzel makes a movie, it's a banger every single time. I can't say that about De Niro, unfortunately. Yeah. So Denzel, I had Fences, which I am a big homer for, obviously. Training Day and Remember the Titans. Uh, Inside Man. Yeah, great. John Q. I love Clive Owen, by the way. Yeah, I love John Q. Maybe one of my favorite Denzel movies. Um, he also did The Bone Collector. Yeah. That is an amazing movie. Uh, Safe House with Ryan Reynolds. Great. And Taking a Palm 123. Sure. Which brings us back to Mr. Travolta. But Yeah, that movie's weird, but it's a, that's a fun one that I it won't turn off if it's too. on. Yeah, I knew that, actually. i never so, seen the original, though. Walter Matthau. Oh, you like him. I do like him. Malcolm X. Pelican yeah. Brief I mean, is good. I mean, there's no doubt. Denzel. Philadelphia? He's in that? Yeah, that's right. He is in that. Um, he Got Game is, I mean... I don't know if I've seen that. It stars him and Ray Allen. He plays Ray Allen's dad, the basketball player. Mm-hmm. Ray Allen went to UConn, filmed it while he was in college. I, I don't have words to explain how much I love that movie, honestly. That and Love and Basketball and White Men Can't Jump. Oh, I love Love and Basketball. I love basketball so much. It's like an addiction to me. I feel like your basketball love and basketball movies is like my love for baseball movies. Yes. Probably why I love Kevin Costner so much. Yeah, 100%, of course. So yeah, and then you have Training Day, which is just like peak. Remember the Titans also, he doesn't get enough credit for it. Yeah. Because it's an ensemble cast. Yeah. But he led it. Man on Fire. Oh, I forgot he was in that. Yeah. That's a good movie. Yeah. Deja Vu is another one that's pretty good. American Gangster. He's like total lead that. in that. Uh, Flight plays the pilot. pilot. Yeah. Drug addict pilot. Really good. The Equalizer. Fun. And then Tragedy of Macbeth. He was just in and just nominated again. He's just hitting. He always hits. Yeah. He just. He does. There's no, no misses. He here. also just makes those powerhouse movies. It's I just, don't know if he's just cast it that way because he's potential, but like. Just Denzel in general. He doesn't like, play those eh no, roles. No. Never. No. He doesn't take side roles either. Right. Which is just a choice. I mean, it's right. not better or worse. Also, funny thing at the Oscars last night, some might call this a fun fact. He was the one, like, breaking it up between Will Smith and Chris Rock, like, uh-huh. talking Will Smith down. And I heard a funny interview with Jimmy Kimmel that when the Moonlight La La Land Best Picture thing happened, Jimmy Kimmel was hosting, and the first person up there to, like, defuse the situation was Denzel Washington. <laughs> so now I just think of him as, like, the guardian of wherever <laughs> he is. Like, if there's an issue, everyone's like, where's Denzel? He'll know what to do. So you good with him moving forward? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he beats Denzel. Uh, De Niro belongs on this list for sure, but sorry, bud. Before we let him go, the internet tells me a fun fact about De Niro. Because of his pale appearance in his younger days, he was often called Bobby Milk. It's kind of a fun name. I don't even think that's derogatory, Bobby Milk. Get some calcium in you. So round two, we've talked about the movies. We've talked about everything. Now we just, now we got to get dirty. Julia Roberts, Amy Adams. (sighs) We're going to (laughs) fight. I think Amy Adams is just a better actress. I don't know how much, I don't know how to put it any different. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. How about Amy Adams has more good movies ahead of her than Julia Roberts does? No? I guess. I don't know. I, I just don't know. 
Uh, what about Maurice. at their peaks? Who do you think is better? Like, take Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman, I think, is her best. Or Anna Brockovich. Yeah, I think, yeah, either way, whatever you like better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know what you think Amy Adams is. I think Arrival was her best performance, but she puts on insane performances always. I just feel like her baseline, like any Amy Adams movie, is closer to her 100% than Julia Roberts is to her 100%. You know, like sometimes, I'm not saying she's not trying, but there are some movies where it's like, this doesn't feel like peak Julia Roberts. Okay. I never uh, get that I'll feeling I'll agree from with Amy. that, but I also think that Julia Roberts has longevity that Amy Adams doesn't have. That's not really fair. She's older. So what are you going to, like, what is, you don't think, Amy Adams is not going to just stop making good movies. Right, but they're I actually feel right like now. she might age more gracefully and be more, not maybe not age more gracefully, Julia Roberts, a gorgeous woman, but might be more relevant for a longer period of time. I feel like Julia Roberts, she goes in and out. Okay. When she shows up, it's cool for everyone, but it's not all the time. She's not putting out, like, bangers every year. No, she's not. Amy Adams is that. pretty much doing that right now. So it's these are at two different stages of their careers. It's Correct. tough. It's it like, how tough. much can we include the future? Right. And who's to say, Ju Julia Roberts could have a great, like, later in life act of her career. A lot of actors and actresses do that. I don't know. I'll give you that peak Pretty Woman is probably the best of either of their careers, in my opinion. Okay. If that's a difference, then, then I think that's fair. But I think if you include the fact that Amy Adams is going to do better stuff moving forward, which I think she will. Mm-hmm. I think if we do this in 10 years, it seems a lot more obvious. Right. But that's a guess. I don't know that to be true. No. You would take Julia. I would, but I can concede. <sighs> you just like oh. my best friend's wedding. You just do. I just think- I feel like oh. you don't connect to Amy Adams' movies. No, much. I don't. I can tell you that's honest. And that's not you, actually. I think that's- <laughs> The actress. Right. I think she actually or the type has. Of movies. A, maybe, or I guess that's one thing, kind of sometimes. She has a more relatable feel to her, the every woman feel. Mm -hmm. And Amy Adams feels like, um, not more like a theater actress, that's the wrong way to put it, okay. but it feels like she's performing a lot more. Okay. And it feels like Julia Roberts is more natural on the camera. Mm -hmm. And for that reason, I think the movies are more relatable. Not to mention she's doing Pretty Woman. It's literally supposed to be relatable. Right, right, right. She's in roles that are meant to, like, Runaway Bride. Not one of her best, but everyone can relate to that movie. You know? I know, like, but that's my point. Is like, are we giving credit now for being in a worse movie? Because she does a lot of that, too. Okay, so go back to your points, your questions. Yeah. What were we considering? How good are the movies they've been in? Okay. That's debatable. Okay. Chemistry with on-screen partners. I'll give that to Julia Roberts, probably. Yeah. Range, Amy Adams has to be. Okay. Julia Roberts says a lot of the same. Runaway Bride and My Best Friend's Wedding is like, it's not the same movie, but it's the same kind of role. Chameleon Ability. Amy Adams wins. Julia Roberts is always Julia Roberts. Whether okay. you like that or not, that's still true. It's a differentiator, at least. And longevity, hard to define with these two, I think. No, it's very clear, actually. You're basing it on what we're looking at right now but today. But then you're just penalizing young actors. Well, that's not my problem. Okay. Well, it is this right is now. This is how the randomizer got, got <laughs> here, okay? All right. Fair enough. But if we're looking at that, Amy Adams clearly outweighs Julia Roberts here. She's checked off more boxes. If you're going to do based solely on your Hasn't won the Oscar. criteria. Does that matter? I don't know. matters to some people. I personally think at the end of the day, as much as you like Amy Adams' movies more and her acting in those movies, I still think Julia Roberts is a better actress. Okay. I'm okay with it. I'm not so gung-ho like against Julia Roberts that I refuse to move her forward. And uh, she's going to get fed to the slaughter yeah. soon enough anyway. 
<laughs> so it's fine. I didn't realize when we put this together how I was going to feel while we were doing it. And now it seems really obvious who the final two are going to be. Yeah. So I let's just get that. there. Yeah. Meryl Streep, Viola Davis. Viola Davis deserves every scrap in this fight. She does. She's not going to go down without swinging. And she's going to take a lot of beatings <laughs> against Meryl Streep. She just can't win. She can't. But like, do you I think she love... could be second on this list? Because I do. Yeah. If this was randomized in a different way. Yeah, yeah, I do too. It should be her I in the would finals. love to see them in a movie together. Oh, imagine that. That would be crazy. Yeah. Like, can we like write to somebody? Yes. Spielberg. Can Spielberg write a movie? Hey, Steve, if you're listening, do we want Spielberg, by the way? And, you know Scorsese? why we get Spielberg? You want Scorsese? Well, no, I think we get Hanks with Spielberg. We need a male lead. Oh, that's true. So, that'd be good. They come Tom hand Hanks, <laughs> married to Meryl Streep, has an affair with Viola Davis. They become friends. And Tom Hanks gets kicked to the curb, becomes a drunk, goes to the bar. You know who the bartender is? I'm asking. I don't know. <laughs> Tom Hardy. Correct. That's right. Tom Hardy. And you know who's at the end of the bar? Leo. No, it's two Tom Hardys. He plays <laughs> two roles in this, actually. All right. Yeah. Is Good it, film. Is it a dream within a dream or something? It's called Tommy Doubles. <laughs> And it's actually about Tom Hardy. The, all the other people play supporting roles. Meryl Streep beats Viola Davis, I guess. I don't know what else to say about it. I'm sorry. I want to pick Viola Davis. I, I want that to be an upset that's possible. It's just not. Let's just finish the female. Julia Roberts, Meryl Streep. It's the same thing. I mean, Viola Davis is actually better than Julia Roberts. She would beat her. So we move Meryl onto the finals. Tom Hanks and Daniel Day-Lewis. Another one that's very simple. We already went through this. Mm -hmm. um, whether it's Christian Bale or Daniel Day-Lewis, however you feel. Tom Hanks wipes the floor. He makes out with a dog. Hooch. Hooch. <laughs> okay, Leo and Denzel. I mean, what the fuck, dude? That's a tough one. I it's mean, like- It's so hard. If you want to get back to longevity, this is Denzel has the edge there, but actually- Not really. Does he? Because Leo he is a child a actor. Kid, yeah. Fuck. Okay, so that's probably a wash. I think they both deserve it in their own respects. Like, I'm just trying to think of who really- I actually think all three of these remaining, Hanks, Leo, and Denzel, there's a really good argument to be made that all of them could yeah. win the whole thing. Yeah, I agree. But we got to pick one. What do you think Denzel's best movie is? Training Day. And what do you think Leo's best movie is? Um, I have one that pops up immediately. Inception. Yeah, man, I don't know with or him. Gangs of New York, but I honestly yeah, think Gangs Inception is one of the best roles he's ever done. And it's so many layers. I mean, not like I gotta the movie say, itself had so many layers. I know this sounds really silly. What? I don't think Leo's highs are as high as Denzel's highs, but I think his baseline might be a little bit better. What do you mean? I don't think there's anything in Leo's catalog that touches the training day performance. I see what you're saying. Like, there's no one movie that you can... Not necessarily. I mean, I'm sure I could make the argument if I wanted to. Okay. And I don't think either of them really miss either. Okay. But I do think for all of those action ones that Denzel did, the Equalizer, Man on Fire, all right. those in a row that he just, like, kept doing the same kind of movie a little bit, those are cool, but Leo doesn't have as many movies like that. Right. Every okay. time he comes onto the stage, it's like, we're going to do something pretty serious here, generally. He has right. some, the beach and shit like that, that just didn't work and all actors have that but Denzel has a few that I don't know ah I love he got game I really do this is so hard what do you think I'm torn I think the child acting could throw it over the edge and for that reason not the child acting reason but for the reason you just said about the fact that you know Denzel has more I don't know like to me he is a 
aggressive actor. <laughs> like, I don't know what the word is. Like Fiery? I guess. Or, like, he is just always in those, like, masculine roles. Yeah. And where, like, Leo does. Reserved. But, like, he, yeah. But, like, even in Inception, he is the lead. He is the lead of that movie. But his character is nothing like it. Like, Denzel you know what, couldn't though? play that role. But, no, neither of them could do what each other do. But I think that's by design, though. Because when Leo, Django is a perfect example. Leo is generally more reserved. Mm-hmm. So that when he does kick it up a notch and get really angry and he slams the skull on the table and he's bleeding all over the place. And it's like, holy fuck. I almost forgot that he can do shit right. like this. Yeah. With Denzel, it's almost, I don't know, that's not really fair because John Q is more laid back. Too. I was just going to say, he plays the family man, the he can dad. Do both. But in John Q, he also puts the guns to the yeah. doctor's head. So, you know, there's. He has both. I know. Yeah. I know. Man, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I can tell you whoever wins... Is going to lose? Is going to lose. You think? Yeah. I think both of them have a much better argument than anyone had against Meryl. I think the the male side is closer than the female side Oh, was. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would agree. But we also said when we were making the bracket, the male side was harder because we had more actors that we felt. I felt. think so. Although, with the honorable mentions, they became pretty <laughs> close. <sighs> I'm going to vote Leo. I was going to vote Denzel. Yeah, I figured that was going to happen. I think I just like him better. I don't know if there's a reason for that. Okay. I'm going to say I feel like I have you know a lot what? of an emotional attachment to Leo. Uh, really? Because I've watched him since I was a kid. Okay. But Denzel, I mean, obviously I've seen his movies, but probably not until I was older because, God, they're all PG-13 rated. You know what movies. the difference is for me? I have a good difference. Tell me. Off the screen, Denzel seems a lot cooler than Leo. Okay. I see that. I would much rather hang like, out with uh, Denzel. down to earth. Just more wise more interesting yeah not that leo's not but i would if i had the choice between hanging out oh, with the two of them okay i'm going with denzel would you invite to dinner kind of thing 100 percent. all right i'm good with that okay denzel moves on so tom hanks and denzel another duo that would be interesting in a movie together. oh yeah hell yeah i don't know what they would make but i don't care just hang out and i'll film it on the podcast <laughs> it'll be fun i just feel like they don't make similar style movies so i don't know how they would ever make a movie together, i think they but. could though I think they both have range. Like if they it's can remake Olympus Has Fallen and make Tom Hanks the I mean, president. What a terrible thinking, movie to play. But pick. I'm just thinking of like that role where he would play the president, but Denzel would play the badass bodyguard. I did not like, like those movies. Really? Nah. They weren't terrible. Nah. They're easy to watch when there's nothing sure. else on. Popcorn movie. Yeah. All right. I guess you got to go with Hanks. Yeah. Toy Story. <laughs> that alone. No. I think so. <sighs> so white though. All right. I'm sorry. Tom Hanks. Meryl Streep, what the fuck do we do now? This is even harder than the Leo and Denzel. It sure is. There's really no separating either one. I almost want them both to win. You can't do that, though. Uh, this is like when we had to pick Moana because it was so obviously the best movie of all time. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to keep letting you think that. Yeah, I know. And I'm going to keep thinking it. I know. Do you have an initial lean here? I do, actually. Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Who's won more Oscars, Meryl? I'm just curious. Fun fact kind of thing. Do you have one? Not right now. Meryl has three... Tom has two. All right. Meryl has a lot more noms, though. That's what I... Okay, so that's what he I was He has six noms. She She's, has 21. I mean, that has to count for not, something. And that, that's not saying that Tom Hanks hasn't played in roles that were Oscar-worthy. Of course. Right. Because I feel like he's played in a good amount of... No doubt about it. What were his wins for? Was Philadelphia one of them? Yes. And Forrest Gump. Oh, both make sense. I think Forrest Gump alone should win. How much older is she? I don't think much. 
I don't think so either. I wish I saw the post before today because the thought of the two of them in a movie together just makes me happy. It's pretty good. She is 72. No way. Tom Hanks, 65. And so since... No way. She's 72 years yeah, old? Yeah. Holy crap. Since they're both relatively similar age, right? she does have a lot more shit than he does for better or worse like, like she's got more big, yeah snobs. and like but although again. his highs are higher he was just in news of the world in 2020 i kind of liked that movie is that where he plays like the like a cowboy he almost. travels with that girl yes right? he's a it's like a telegram yeah okay. guy whatever the hell that's called but he's protecting her right kinda yeah it's good and she was just in don't look up this year which was nominated she has done more just okay movies that she's still really good in mm-hmm. whereas like Mamma Mia. yeah exactly i'm like i don't need to watch that movie but she's in it and that's cool she was in the giver movie which is awful um she plays a good the chief right like yeah but like yeah bad okay. movie though great book like she can be good yeah it is a really good book it's a trilogy i think but there are movies in here that you're like okay mm-hmm. when you go through hanks there's not many of those there really aren't there's a few. Name one. There are a bunch that I haven't seen, so I okay. don't know if they're good or bad. But like The Circle, I don't know what that is. Inferno, I haven't seen. Inferno is one of the Da Vinci ones. Oh, okay. Sully was good, actually. Ithaca. Yeah, I don't know what that is. But for the most part, he hits when he hits. And so does she. I mean, this is really splitting hairs at this point. <sighs> you know, there's one movie that throws it over the edge for me. What is it? I really like That Thing You Do. Oh, it's okay. so good. That, have you seen that movie? No. Wow. I hope people have seen that movie. He plays like a band manager. Oh. And I Liv Tyler's in it. Yes. Yeah, it's great. And that to me is like, if he can make that movie to the point where I love it that much, which is probably more towards his list of mediocre movies. Right, right. I don't have ones on Meryl's list that are like, oh, that's probably average, but I still would watch it all the time. Mm-hmm. And then Toy Story. Woody. Hello. Yeah, Woody. I think the only right way to wrap this up is to connect it back to Disney. It's the only way. All right. We got to do it. Good with it? I'm good with it. All right, Tom, congrats. The big man, we knew he would get there. Wasn't sure if he would come out on top. I really thought Denzel would give him a run, and they battled. I think this went well. I do too. Who do you think of the non-winners do you think should have gotten a better draw? I think Viola. Yeah, and as much as you don't love Sandy, yeah, she didn't have a chance in the first round. She didn't. Like, I would she have didn't. loved to have battled Sandy and Julia with you. Who do you think would take that quickly? Julia. Okay, great. But. Here's where we go on for another 15 minutes about the people that lost. You get it. You get it. But we don't have all day. You love this episode so much, you got to go back to all the old episodes you didn't hit. On with it. Hard fought battle. My goodness, that was tough. But we got there. We crowned a winner. And he's got a cool dog named Hooch. By the way, if Tom Hanks didn't get a dog and name it Hooch, that's insane. Or actually just adopt the dog from the movie. That's the real move. In my head, that is exactly what happened. First things first, thank you for listening. Of course, don't forget to go to the Instagram polls at the link underscore podcast. Make your vote. And if you're listening to this later, this is just some incentive to start listening when the episodes come out. You know what I mean? You get some extras. Thanks to Nicole for coming on. Thanks to Denzel for being real cool about not pulling the upset. I called him up after, told him how I was feeling, and he said, at your highest moment, that's when the devil comes for you. And you know what I said? You should have told Will that. But nothing we can do about it now. Speaking of which, if you want to go back and listen to non-Oscar meme stuff, double episode on the Oscars just passed. That was a good one. But 
we look ahead here on the Link Podcast, and we've got three more Bracket episodes coming. It's exciting. I don't want to give away the topics just yet, but stay on the lookout on the social media. Maybe I'll tease them at the Link underscore podcast. I do still like doing recommendations in the outro, and while we have a theme for these episodes, I'm going to stick to it, both the theme and the recommendation. So I have movie recs for everybody. One, Coda. The Oscars did just pass. It won Best Picture and a huge upset. Had a big night. Really good, feel-good movie. It's not the artsy movie you would expect to happen at the Oscars these days. It's actually a family-friendly one. Feel good. Pop some corn and put that thing on. I loved that movie. God, I really did. That one didn't have any actors or actresses from this bracket episode, but there were a bunch that did. Belfast, I highly recommend, was nominated and Judy Dench was in it. Tragedy of Macbeth had Francis McDormand and Denzel Washington. Sorry, Denzel, again. Apologies. Thanks for the advice. Don't Look Up had Meryl Streep and Leonardo DiCaprio and some honorable mentions in there. Eyes of Tammy Faye had Jessica Chastain and Tick Tick Boom just rocks in general. Still really salty that didn't get nominated for Best Picture or win any awards or garbage. All garbage. In any case, check those movies out. Let me know what you thought of the bracket. Fight for your people. I want to hear the opinions of the listeners. And of course, if you made it this far, you must be waiting for the one thing we haven't done yet, and that's the secret code word at the end of every episode, so you can prove that you are one of the people that listen all the way through the end. I appreciate you. I always do. And you can post this secret code word at the link underscore podcast. Hell, you can post it on the polls that we're making. Let everyone know you're in the secret club. And rather than doing a Tom Hanks reference, which I kind of wanted to do, maybe I will tease next week's episode via the secret code word. Via? Via? Mamma mia. So let's see, what can we make the secret code word that won't give it away, but it'll give you an idea? I think I got one. It comes together perfectly. It's one of the words we used at the beginning of the outro. Crown. You can post the crown emoji. You can write the word crown. You can talk about how much you did or didn't like the show The Crown. And you know who one of the actresses is that plays Queen Elizabeth II in The Crown? Olivia Coleman, who didn't make the bracket, but I'm still pissed about it. What are you going to do? It's a good tease if you can figure it out. Either way, post that puppy, name it Hooch, spread the word, tune back in next week for another bracket. I'll see you there. And if you'd be so kind, leave a rating and review for the podcast. It takes two seconds and it really helps me. All right, now I'll actually see you next week. Thank you.